you're listening to a Big MX Radio Podcast. Brought to you by Arma Energy. Presented by Fly Racing, W Wheels, Bill's Pipes, Just One Helmets, X-Brand Goggles, Shades of Grey Custom Helmet Painting, Rhino Power Sports Supplements, Roy Borton Suspension, Watts Perfections, and Golden Tire. Simply the best, motocross and supercross news from around the globe. And now, here's your host, Brad Gephardt. Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX Radio Podcast Show, brought to you by Just One Helmets, X-Brand Goggles, W Wheels, VP Racing Fuels, and Fly Racing. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, and with us on the line, the snide himself, none other than Don Schneider. Don, welcome back to the show. You're a repeat offender on the, uh, two weeks in a row, but uh, you've been down in the Iron Ironman National and Cross Reserve. Crossroadsville, Indiana. Uh, tell us a little bit about your week. Oh we man, you know we did a, a little bit of podcast, you know, uh, online yesterday. I was sitting around that first turn, and and uh, unbelievable. I had you on loudspeaker, and I had about thirty people come back around and sit behind me, and I didn't really realize it until uh, we got over with, and then uh, one of the uh, media people that, that was there that came up and talked to me and they said, hey, we just didn't want to interrupt you, man. You sound like you were having a good time. So, you know, I run into a lot of people this weekend and, and uh, specifically after we spoke, I ran into uh, Ken Shaver, the owner of uh, Ironman National there in uh, Indiana. And tell you what, the guy was just phenomenal. We sat and talked for about 20 minutes about how the four-stroke nationals kind of were the stepping stone for all the four-strokes out there. And uh, he says, listen, Don, you ever need anything, give me a call. You know, I know how all the promoters are and sponsors are. And, you know, if you uh, do decide to do something with the two-stroke event, uh, two-stroke nationals, bring it back. I'd love to have a race here. So really cool brad to to run into the owner right after you and i had chatted last night that's right on man uh, glad to hear that you had a good time uh many uh, uh it was a very eventful day uh not as suspenseful as uh as, as we were hoping and we'll get to that a little bit later when we talk about the 250s uh but uh, the the what I'd say some of the biggest buzz of the weekend was that uh, the legends were back in town. Uh, Ricky Carmichael, Todd DeHoop, Tim Ferry, uh, Emig, Wyndham, uh, Cooper was out there as well as um, Tommy Hoffmaster. Um, all these riders that are from a bygone era like Jeff Stanton and uh, guys like that um, came out, twisted the throttle, and uh, made it a pretty special outing. Uh, Ricky stretched it out as uh, as we've seen many a times before, but uh, it was pretty cool to see those guys uh, still in pretty decent form uh, given the fact that most of them uh, don't swing a leg over a bike uh, on a regular basis other than the fact, uh, other than maybe uh, Todd DeHoop and uh, John Gruy. Oh, man, let me tell you something. It was so trick to watch Guy Cooper this morning. Second lap in practice, cleared that, I don't know, what, 140-foot uphill triple. 
unbelievable. And uh, and Ricky Carmichael doing the same thing. Those guys had a, a great practice this morning, you know. And I, I just thought that uh, it was not going to be that big of a show. But I tell you what, when it finally came down to it, and they all lined up there. And uh, I remember walking up and talking to Timmy Ferry because uh, we played golf together at the Road to Recovery golf tournament in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada at Badlands. And uh, I actually had him as a celebrity. I paid uh, 500 bucks to Road to Recovery uh, when Jimmy Button got injured and uh, had Timmy Ferry as my celebrity and then got a hold of Sean Kalos. And uh, everybody knows that name. I, in fact, I was talking to Sean last night, wishing that he was going to be here for this Legends race. So, you know, this was, a, I don't know if this was a spur of the moment. I think when I listened to Jeff Stan said it was, he didn't know about it about three weeks ago when Carmichael and everybody started talking about it. So, anyways, those guys had a heck of a race out there. And when it was all said and done, they all pulled off at the finish line, and every one of them were interviewed by uh, Lurch, the uh, announcer there at uh, Iron um, National, Ironman National, and uh, I got it all on video, got all the race on video, and I got to go home and put it in the computer and see if I can't uh, edit a little bit and put it up on YouTube. Well, right on, man. Uh, I, I saw you uh, snapped a lot of pictures, and uh, yeah, like the, when the legends hit the track, uh, young and old, it's it's uh, unanimously everyone lines the fences. And uh, to see a guy like Cooper, who's got to be into his fifties easily, uh, if not uh, approaching his mid fifties, uh, airing out that uh, the hundred and forty foot jump. In fact, I believe he aired it out before Ricky did, uh, which is a testament to uh, his uh, his style. But um, it just seems like he's always been that way, jumping things that uh, at first maybe not even thought to, to be jumped, or uh, if it was designed that way, often the first guy to go bust it out. Yeah, I know that Jeff Stanton actually uh, uh, t- said his age was 47, and uh, uh, that makes Cooper right in the 50-age uh, group. You know, I, I named my son after Guy Cooper and Stephen Everett, and man, it was so cool to sit and watch him and talk with him and, and to see his face, the jubilation on his face when he came off the track and the crowd was lining the track just like old times when he won the uh, 1992 125 National Championship for AMA. Uh, I mean, I was there. I, I followed Guy Cooper forever and uh, uh, just to watch him talk, he was just uh, beside himself, man. My my hair on my arms are just raised. It was so awesome to be there. Absolutely. And uh, so let's, uh, when the checkered flag flew, it was Ricky Carmichael. Uh, was there ever any doubt that uh, that the GOAT was going to uh, go out there, get things done? And uh, But to see a guy like Robbie Raynard uh, pulling in in second place, uh, pretty cool. Uh, it would seem that... Uh, um, Kevin Windham's uh, bike must have uh, must either have a problem or uh, or maybe uh, Kevin had uh, pushed it a little bit too much in the in the early stages. Yeah, they were all talking about it at the very end there. But uh, need to see Robbie Raynard, uh, you know, finish up second, and uh, Timmy Ferry was there in third. It was a wonderful race, and you know, uh, it's been a long time since I've seen Robbie. It was actually 2004, 2005. He came down to uh, the Cycle Ranch in uh, Floresville, Texas, and rode the four-stroke national down there when uh, 
uh, Travis Pastrana was there and Carpenter and all other kinds of people. But, man, that Legends race, you know, we could talk about it forever. Those guys wanted to stay there forever. I'm kind of glad it was just a one-moto format because those guys gave it their all. And hats off to Ricky Carmichael. The GOAT is still the GOAT, man, the greatest of all time. Right on. So let's jump straight into the 450s. And uh, already decided uh, all that was left to uh, to do was basically uh, figure out who was going to take that last national and uh, – as he did most of the season, uh, Ryan Dungey did not disappoint. He came in with the uh, the one-two performance and uh, put his Red Bull KTM up top. Uh, but the rest of the racing was really good as well. Uh, guys mixing it up all the way from all the way through the top ten. Uh, a lot of different moto scores. Justin Barsha with a, a seven-three. Uh, Christoph Brissett with a four-seven. And uh, same thing for uh, Trey Kennard. Not the greatest moto in the in the first moto he goes eight and then the next moto he's a top five guy um pretty cool to see and uh the the points shaked out uh accordingly yeah man i tell you what hats off to ryan dungy he definitely proved a lot to to me that second moto when he was back in ninth you know he, he was actually what in second trying to make a pass went down and uh, got back up, and man just kept motoring, motoring, motoring. I mean, this guy is, is uh, I mean, looking at his results, uh, again, I don't think he finished less than first and second was all year long, except for one moto. I think he got ninth or something like that. I can't remember what that happened, but you know what? Uh, what a champion. What a champion. I'm sorry he's not running the trophy donations, but uh you know, he, he did a great moto, uh, that second moto. First moto was is also almost threw it away right in front of us there. Uh, you know, he hit that braking bump and went up almost over the bars. And uh, he collected himself and got back on it, uh, got back up there for sale. Yeah, great ride for him. Holy cow. You know, it's, it's kind of neat to, to see these foreigners come over here, you know, and and then ride with these guys. And, uh, again, I'm talking about the, the Team USA guys. I can't wait to see what happens. I know that Barsha, he really pulled it back out, that second moto. Man, everybody uh, there at the track, the announcers were talking about it. We all thought he was kind of just mellowing out and not at all. Man, he got back around for self and took off. So, you know, those, those 450 guys, man, they got a lot of grit and uh, hats off to every one of those guys. Man, it was really neat to watch them at the uh, award ceremony and, you know, uh, I wish again them the best of luck. Uh, it was nice uh, talking about the Team USA uh, Trophy Donations, you know, uh, at the uh, pit, uh, at the pit area, you know, with all the press uh, people and uh, that was very very cool yesterday as well. Well, right on. Uh, yeah, th this year for the first time in uh, quite some time, uh, the entire team on Yamaha's uh, Cooper Webb jumping up to the 450. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, uh, Cooper Webb? Uh, always shown signs on the little bike. We've seen him uh, race the uh, the 450 in both uh, the Lille Supercross last year, uh, the Monster Energy Cup, as well as uh, over in uh, Japan. Uh, how do you think the youngster will fare on the uh, on the 450, a bike that uh, he seems to excel on? Well, that's a great question, and I think that uh, Martin said it the best. He says, we've got five weeks to train, and uh, I'm sure that, uh, you know, the, uh, Johnny O'Mara and all those guys are going to be working with him 100% and, and 
You know, it's not a big deal that he's going to be jumping on a 450. I remember, you know, Barsha doing the same thing, you know, riding 250s and jumping on a 450. And, uh, you know, those guys can do it. They've been training for this stuff. And, and I really hope uh, that, that he does a good job on the 450. And, and you know, I know that Barsha's going to do a good job. But Martin, he really, he stuck up there on, on the podium today and said it the best. We have five weeks to train. You know, and uh, I hope uh, they do a great job. And, uh, you know, I hope it will be the 24th time the United States wins the Trophy de Nation. There we go. 24 uh, times. There's almost there's a 0% chance that uh, Team Canada can win the... Uh can win the Trophy of Nations as they are not going at all. They're, Canada's not fielding a team, but uh, we filled a little, a little bit of a team this week uh, heading into uh, the uh, the National with uh, Colton Fasciati, Tyler Medaglia, Kevin Benoit, and uh, I believe Kyle Keast headed down there as well. Kyle Keast uh, rounding out a less than successful season, uh, and, and it finishes with a 27-25. But uh, uh, Captain Canada himself, Colton Fasciati, with the 13-11 uh, for uh, 11th overall. Not too shabby for a guy who uh, doesn't come down and test his medal down in the States too often. Yeah, you know, I remember uh, you and I was texting back and forth while I was watching that race, and, you know, I knew he was always running right around 10th. You know, he started really good that first moto. I thought that, holy mackerel, this is going to be, uh, you know, a phenomenal deal for him, but uh, he faded back a little bit, or maybe never really didn't fade. Those guys were, you know, those top 15 guys are hauling the freight out there, so, oh, yeah. you know, good Good, good racing for them, and and uh, you know, Keith, it was good ride for him as well, and uh, you know those 450s, man, they tore up that track. I can't believe how rough it got, and you know that that track is like a a, a Washougal brother, a Washougal uh, sister. I mean, I come from one of the nicest tracks there is in the in the world, basically at Washougal National Motocross Park up there in Washougal, Washington. This track. Man, it laid it out. I mean, I watched, uh, what was it, um, uh, shucks, number 42 uh, crash right in front of us there. Um, ben gosh. Yeah, Ben LeMay. I mean, he hit these ruts and, man, went over, head over tea kettle. And I thought, oh, man, that guy's down. And, man, he got back up and took off. I took a picture of it, you know. But uh, while he was flying through the air, it's like you stand there and go, oh, my gosh, this guy's not going to make it. But good ride for Ben LeMay. I mean, I was uh, wonderful to see him out there. You know, he also rode uh, four-stroke nationals uh, when he's living in Idaho. And uh, he came to our last race there and. 2008, and uh, I remember calling uh, Bill Savino at Honda and say, hey, you guys got your eyes on that guy? And they go, absolutely. He came from Loretta Lens and and uh, did a really good race out, out there in uh, Idaho. And, uh, you know, Bill Savino, those guys at Honda, they're watching everything. And speaking of Honda, going to the 250s, man, hats off to Matt Bichelia, number 38 on the Geico Honda. Man, the last two rounds, that guy has pulled it out. And uh, you know what? It was really neat today to see him running in second again and, and, and right up there battling for the lead. Um, Matthew Vichelia, great ride for him. I saw his uh, father today, Don Vichelia, that came up from Texas. And uh, I wish him the best of luck. I know he hasn't signed anything for uh, 2016. And uh, I really hope that uh, somebody picks him up. I know that 
Kawasaki was talking about all kinds of people coming out uh, from Loretta Lynn's and I don't know what Husqvarna is doing and all these other teams, but I sure hope that uh, Honda keeps him on because that's one of the best brands to be on right now. 100%. And uh, now before we head off to the 250 class, uh, let's, get some, uh, let's get some bills paid. Let's hit the commercial break right now on the Big MX Radio podcast show here on BigMXRadio.com. Hey, this is Jared Steinke, and we're going to commercial. We'll be right back. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable, sweat-absorbing liner, and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice or just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with Oats and Bran. Oats and Bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. When it comes to helmets, there is just one. The helmet brand that is. Just One Helmets is tailor-made for motocross and street bike riding, and now available in North America. Who chooses Just One? Well, for starters, Tim Geiser, winner of the Italian round in MX2, David Philipparts, Vicky Golden, Trevor Reese, as well as David Pulley. And you know what? So do I. I choose Just One Helmets because they are simply the safest, lightest, and most comfortable lid available. Want to know more about Just One Helmets? Check them out on the web at www.justonehelmets.com. Find out about the J12, the J32, and all of the colorways that are absolutely blow your socks off. So guys, please head over to www.justonehelmets.com today. Go check them out. You won't be disappointed. The 2014 X-Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatter X, Volcano and Phantom Goggle, X-Brand has the product to make you stand out on race day. The quality of X-Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear-offs, zip-off systems, nose guard and more. Check out EKSBrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing.
WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, if they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. What's up guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist. Suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown full rebuild on your forks or, or shock. Call up Roy Borton today at 204-633-2722. Bill's Pipes, the home of legendary performance. Since 1974, Bill's Pipes has been providing motocross and off-road riders the performance they need. Two-stroke or four-stroke, Bill's Pipes has the exhaust system for you. In recent years, we've seen a resurgence of the Bill's Pipes brand, and that's great news. And that's great news for motocross racers everywhere. For four-strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to dominate the fight on any brand. For you two-stroke guys, the MX2 Bill's Pipes exhaust system is the right one for the job and comes in works, nickel, and the all-new cone look finish that'll turn heads all day long. Head to BillsPipes.com right now and get the same pipe used by Billy Leninovich, Vicky Golden, the JMR Suzuki team, Jesse Pierce, Nico Izzy, and David Cole. Bill's Pipes is craftsmanship at its finest. So go with Bill's Pipes and never settle. And we're back. BigMXRadio.com podcast brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Don Schneider on the line. Don, the 250 class. Uh, there was tons of uh, just, there was tons of hype going into this round. What are we going to see? Are we going to see an incredible battle? Are the Yamaha guys going to be trying to help out the, uh, Jeremy Martin to win this championship? Uh, is Dungey going to jump down and try and box with the Yamaha guys to give the edge to Martin? And uh, all of that uh, all of that hype, all that talk was squashed after one lap. Uh, and um, Marvin Muskan, his bike, it, uh, it had, a, had an issue. It... Um, 
electrical issue, DNF that moto uh, completely torn apart, and basically uh, the the day was uh, won by Jeremy Martin. Uh, although uh, he didn't get the overall, the overall went to Aaron Plessinger. But a four nine performance sealed up the championship for one Jeremy Martin. Before we get to the rest of the pack, let's talk a little bit about J Mart. Yeah, you know Martin, uh, you know national champion two years in a row. I watched him throw his bike, excuse me, over the finish line. I go, oh, my gosh, there's a Brian Deegan move because I remember him doing it at Supercross that one year, you know, and I'm just going, wow, very cool. You know, he knew what he needed to do, and uh, he got it done. Um, uh, hats off to him, and, and, you know, again, he's going to be riding for Team USA, and I will hope that, uh, you know, his his brother was there and congratulated him, you know, while he was up on the podium and his family was there. And I saw all kinds of photographs being taken and some up there on uh, Racer X, you know, and uh, all the other magazines that were out there. So hats off to Martin. Great ride today. And, uh, you know, a very tough luck for uh, KTM, man. Uh, you know, everybody was really amazed. I was standing around the VIP area taking photographs and all of a sudden they go, where is Marvin Mushkin? You know? And all of a sudden they go, there he is. He's pushing his bike down the hill. And we thought, okay, well, he's going to try to make it all the way back and see if he can't salvage some points somehow, but they couldn't get it going. And yeah, that was the rumor control today that it was some mechanical error. They couldn't figure it out. So they replaced everything and got him back out there for the second moto. And Man, he tore through the pack. It was a good ride for him. It's uh, really tough luck that KTM didn't get both championships. But, uh, you know, I, I was always work, wishing that Martin would do it anyway because I'm a Team USA guy. So uh, those foreigners, you know, they can stay uh, foreigners. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, at the beginning of the day or after the first moto, it looked like it was going to be uh, a Yamaha sweep across the podium. But uh, some some poor luck for uh, Cooper Webb in the second moto, and uh, basically uh, a championship performance, a, a parade or a, a victory lap, a, 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 as you as you would for uh, Jeremy Martin. He ends up ninth in the second moto. Uh, that leaves uh, Aaron Plessinger with a two-one to uh, not only win his first moto as a professional, but uh, also take home his first overall. Uh, so Joy Zavacci took the second place position with a 5-2 and uh, Nelson with a 3-6 uh, takes the third spot and uh, that rounds out your podium yeah Plessinger man hats off to Plessinger holy cow I thought Savachi was going to put it to him but man come two laps to go I tell you what that Plessinger reached down to the bottom of his soul and twisted that Yamaha throttle to the stops man that thing was hauling freight he went through the, that corner like I said where Ben LeMay crashed he went through there like it wasn't even there on that 250 man it was railing Savachi was trying to catch him and man with two laps to go he just took off but one guy I was watching a lot there today was uh, uh, the Stank Dog man Jared Stanky was Freaking Holland today on that KTM. Uh, hats off to him and and Gwen. We we chatted for quite a while today, and uh, you know I wish him the best of luck. I know that uh, Motorsport Hillsboro, Oregon's helping him out, and I hope that he picks up some sponsors and gets everything ready to go for uh, you know Masha Energy Cup. Uh, I hear he's going to be trying to ride for that, and uh, uh, I hope he does a great job for that and does more Supercrosses. So. Man, that 250F class is incredible, incredible, incredible. 
Absolutely. Um, so, uh, who, like, what surprised you of the day? Obviously, uh, with the the moose can thing was uh, was was alarming. But uh, was there any rides that uh, stuck out for you? Maybe a a thirteenth place uh, in the moto from Jace Owen, or was it uh, even uh, Hayden Melross, a Australian kid that uh, doesn't get a whole lot of press, ends up thirteen fourteen for thirteenth overall? Uh, great ride from uh, some some rather unknowns. Well, absolutely. You know, um, those guys are all trying to qualify uh, early in the morning. I mean, this was a very early day today. Uh, they had a lot of motos to, to fit through. And, uh, you know, I, I walked the pits and uh, I miss seeing a couple guys that, that uh, didn't make the main events. And uh, I was really kind of shocked about that. But, you know, I was following the, the Pacific Northwest guys. Uh, Chris Aldridge was there, number 66 great ride for him you know and uh uh noah mcconaughey um 131 i didn't see that he got any points i i know he was running 30th fastest in practice this morning and i don't know what happened but uh i didn't see him on the manifest and and uh anyways uh, that was uh, in the 450 class getting back to the 250s um you know for for rides that, that really stand out was the local guy that lives two hours from the track, won his first national, won his first moto. Incredible. You know, this guy's going to remember this for the rest of his life. And, and I know that uh, Yamaha is going to love to to say that, you know, they had a great team this year and uh, they really put it to him out there. That's for darn sure. And tough luck again for the KTM team and then uh, Kawasaki with uh, Savachi there. And great day today. Brad, great day. I wish you could have been there. I wish I could have been there too, but uh, nothing's ruling out my attendance uh, next year as uh, Big MX Radio gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, only increases our chances of being able to attend these races on a full-time basis and uh, um, just bring more attention to the sport, grow the pie, as they say, and uh, and just bring as much attention and eyes as to it as we can. And uh, it's 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 a pleasure to have you down there to uh, to be my eyes a little bit and. Uh, uh, take everything in to uh, uh, take care of things. So it's uh, it's it, a big, huge uh, huge credit uh, credit to you, my friend. Uh, I really enjoy having you down there. Um, just checking things out. Well, it was a lot of fun uh, going back with you to canter back and forth. It's a lot of fun, and uh, I know we got a lot of things to to work at. Uh, you know, this is uh, August, and everybody puts their proposals together by uh september and uh try to get some sponsorship out there so i ran into a lot of nice people out there and uh i think one of the guys i want to say uh that i really appreciated uh talking to uh, jason wygant you know he's uh the announcer for uh mav tv and nbc sports it was really neat to touch base with him you know i gave him his first um radio or webcast debut uh, at the Cycle Ranch of Floresville, Texas when I had him and Kevin Kelly come out. So it was pretty cool walk in there this morning. He goes, the sideline is here. So, uh, you know, it was fun, great camaraderie. Uh, you know, and I just want to say uh, thanks to, to everybody. Uh, uh, you know, I, I run into a lot of people, and uh, I wish I could get credit to all the people that I, I run into. I run into some photographers, Beth came up to me this morning and uh, I mean there's so many people it was great time man
Right on, man. Uh, we appreciate you giving us the report. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll have to do a little bit of a uh, a pre-race show uh, once the uh, the USGP comes rolls around in the next couple of weeks here. Uh, see who's gonna represent the United States uh, at Glen Helen. Absolutely. Okay, Brad, we'll uh, let you go, and thank you very much for uh, the opportunity of Big MX Radio. Dot com man you guys got a lot of stuff going on there and i know all the archives that you have with all the writers and robbie rayner was just on there and tim ferry was just on there uh michael lesney was on there with his father tony lesney and all that team concept uh group and it was really cool i was wearing uh michael lesney's jersey yesterday for a little while and uh had so many people come up and ask me how he's doing and why he wasn't there so you know, uh, I hope to, to see him out there, and everybody knows that uh, Alessis are going to be riding Hondas. They got a Honda gig, so uh, I wish him the best of luck, and, uh, you know, I hope they'll be at the Mosh Energy uh, Cup, and uh, we'll see what happens. Right now, man. You have yourself a good one. All right. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.